Are you ready for a Virgin Voyages cruise? Join us for a real travel expert review of Virgin Voyages and the Scarlet Lady. And as always, if you enjoy this video, please like, subscribe, and turn on all notifications to get notified each time we post. My guest today is Sherry Marsh, owner of Cruise Holidays Land at Sea and Sherry Marsh Travel. Sherry specializes in luxury cruise vacations for clients in Raleigh, North Carolina, and around the country. Hi, Sherry. Welcome back to RTE Travel Talk. Hi, Ken. How are you this morning? I'm just absolutely wonderful, Sherry. So, Sherry, most of our viewers and listeners have heard of Richard Branson, but I would bet that most of them associate him with Virgin Galactic and space tourism. Not that many probably realize that a couple of years ago, Sir Richard launched Virgin Voyages, which is an actual cruise line. Uh, one of their first ships is the Scarlet Lady. And I've been really, really, really curious to speak to somebody about their experience aboard Scarlet Lady. I understand that you've just returned from being aboard the Scarlet Lady. I and did. so why don't you give our viewers and listeners a kind of a review of what you found, what you thought about it before you arrived on board, and let's just kind of go from there. Yes, I was invited to try out Virgin Cruise Lines, and they were supposed to launch in uh, March of 2020, mm -hmm. and we all know what happened in March of 2020, and they delayed their launch until about i want to say they've been in the water maybe four or five months now okay so yes i had an invitation to experience them keeping in mind i've been on 55 cruises and seven river cruises so i've got some experience behind my belt and to be honest with you i almost did not accept the invitation i get that because you know looking at the scarlet lady it's very unique i even felt it may have been a little edgy so i was like oh know if I really want to do this or not. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. You know what? I have I have guests from one end of the country to the other. I have guests in France and in South Africa. So, I mean, I have guests everywhere. And I shouldn't assume that I know what is going to appeal to all of them. So I decided, oh, why not? How bad, how bad could it be? <laughs> However, in prepping for going on Scarlet Lady, if you start to read the website, it, it's a little cheesy. I, I, that's the best way I can put it. Right. It gets a little cheesy. Everything is a hoist sailors and everything is a, is geared around sea talk. And, and that's really cutesy for a while. And then after a while, it kind of wears on you and you're like, come on, let's just get down to business. But um, but they follow that theme through. I mean, to the point that there is a Jimungo sign that is uh, as tall as I am that says, ahoy, matey, when you pull up to the terminal. <laughs> so, I mean... They kind of they carry the theme on through through their entire voyage, which is okay. Again, some of that could come down just a peg, but some people really enjoy it. You know, right. Different strokes for different folks. But it's definitely their their theme. And I mean, and they even their crew says it to you. Welcome aboard, sailors. And so anyhow, arrival at the pier to getting on board the ship was two hours. So I didn't think that was that bad considering that we all had to file through and get a get an antigen test and wait for the results of the antigen test and then we got to get on board so i didn't think that was too bad virgin voyages is completely all-inclusive with the exception of alcohol and coffee drinks so right. your wi-fi is included your gratuities are included so it's 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 not as basic as as some of the ocean cruise liners are the ship itself is 
very pretty. She's very modern. Um, to me, that's really not the make all, break all, or what I'm looking at when I'm looking at a cruise line. The crew were unbelievably happy, and I wondered if it was a first day thing, and I'll tell you it wasn't. When we go through pros and cons, I'll tell you that they were, they were absolutely amazing. The, the one problem I did have with them, and I actually talked to them about it, was I had a lot of problems with the app before getting on. Oh, really? And, yes, and you have to do everything through the app. Right. You have to check in through the app. You have to make your reservations through the app. My app never really uh, uploaded all the way. So I did not realize there were things that I was missing. If you don't know, you, you don't right. know what you don't know. So I was in that position of I didn't know what I didn't know. So I was talking to somebody else who was also using it and finding out that, like, I was looking at little circles that were supposed to have pictures. Mine didn't have pictures. So I did um, spend a little time with the uh, reservations area super sweet, super knowledgeable, super nice people. We did get it to work for one day, long enough for me to make restaurant reservations, which is crucial with this cruise line. And um, and then I didn't have it again. Just you a bit of an issue. Yeah. I just, okay. And there were, but a lot of the cruise lines are going through the same thing. Right. As they're putting more and more activities on, on an app. Right. You know, people used to go to the app just to look at, you know, what there was. Now you're doing your check-in, you're uploading your PCR test, you're making your reservations, and it didn't used to be that way. So I think the uh, I think the technology is it, it's, it has to be upgraded a little bit, has to shift a little bit, and I think it is as as they grow, they'll grow. Right. Ken, you told me that you're really really interested in this cruise line, and I took a video of what you do for your muster with this cruise line. It's very, very unique. The stateroom is extremely unique. It is a, you walk in and it's made into a bed, but it can be turned into a L-shaped couch every single day. I opted to leave mine in bed form. How so did the stateroom size compare to other cruise lines you've been on? Sure. I thought the stateroom size was the same. I will tell you, this is one of the biggest cons to this cruise line in my opinion okay a couple of things the balcony size is really nice there are right. two chairs and a table out there and a hammock i didn't use the hammock but some people did but what was lacking and it was real apparent from the beginning it was lacking in storage space oh really yes uh, all staterooms are little puzzles that every little square inch has to be utilized. And in this particular case, I did not feel that they had well thought out storage. There were no drawers at all. There were stacks where you could stack things in, but there were no drawers. Uh, there was absolutely zero storage in the bathroom. That, that would be quite a surprise for people that have cruised a lot, yep. especially on some of the premium lines. Not a place to open, not a yep. medicine place. There was uh, the only place that there was any storage at all was underneath the sink where, you know, they usually keep extra towels and tissue. I had yep. to move all that to the side to have a place to actually be able to put some things. So that was the biggest con for me. And okay. to me, that indicated that uh, a non-cruiser had um, come up with the concept. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get all. it. I was in a seat, what's called a sea terrace. Right. The sea terrace is a regular balcony, there was nothing wrong. However, if you are concerned about space, and I will tell you that the bathroom was extremely small, like when cruise ships first started, we used to always laugh about that little thing in the corner. <laughs> it was a 
There was a tiny bathroom. If you're concerned about that, there's another level you can go to. They call it rock star or mega rock star. Right. Those are their suites. And their suites um, have their own area. They have their own um, upstairs terrace. They have their own bar. They have their own whirlpool, not pool, but whirlpool. They also have... Um, some of them have unlimited alcohol. It's already built in. Some of them have mini bars with, with alcohol as well. That's already into the price. Mega rock stars have private transfers both directions. So there's definitely some perks to going to rock star level or mega rock star level. In the future, when I go again, and I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to put a girlfriend's group together with my friends. Uh, I think I'm going to try the the rock star level. Jeff. So, okay. So well, let's get away from the cabin. So the voyage itself, the biggest things that I will tell you that I noted that were amazing were number one, it was wonderful not having anybody under the age of 18 on board. Uh, you know, I love kids. I raised children. I have two little baby grandchildren. I, I love children, but I also love non-children times. And it was really, really nice to sit around the pool and just have adults. I so totally it's a like that. totally adult. Adult ship. only. No exceptions. Okay. okay. So 18 and up. That was great. The food. They tout themselves as being no buffets. Right. That's a little bit of a stretch as far as what they call the galley. The galley is um, what looks like a gourmet food court. There's a burger station, there's a bento station, there's a salad station, there's all these different stations. And I was able, was not able to ascertain if they were doing the food in the galley the way they were because of COVID or non-COVID. But at this point in time, you sit down at a table and a server comes over and takes your order and then goes to those different stations and gets puts it in on his little pad and goes to the station and gets them. I don't know if they were doing that as part of COVID pro protocol or if that's the way it's going to be, which would be why they tout no buffets. But right. to me, that was kind of buffet food. <laughs> I'm just saying. It sound, yeah, it, it, it sounds the same. It's just that your server's bringing it to you. Right. I think it was a may, it's a fine line. It may possibly leave open the option if they want to change their method of operation in the future. Right, exactly. Now, dinner. Dinner is, there are no main, quote, main dining rooms that people are used to. None. Okay. There are seven, what I would usually call specialty dining rooms, but they're not specialty dining rooms because there's no charge. Okay. So there are seven re themed, let's go with themed restaurants. There's a Korean, there's a Italian, there's a steak and seafood. So there's also... Um, there's a place called Razzle Dazzle, which is all vegetable, although I found out at the end that there's a secret menu for people who are not into vegetables. I didn't know that, but we were only on five nights, so we chose five restaurants. Right. The Korean restaurant was absolutely outstanding, maybe better than some on land. I actually found the evening food to be way above most ocean-going vessels. Where? Really? Mm -hmm. I found the nighttime food to be absolutely amazing. There wasn't a meal that I had that I didn't think was outstanding. And the service was outstanding. That was great. That was a definite high note of, of the voyage. So you mentioned you were, you were on for five nights. They're going to do more than five night itineraries, though, right? Right now in the um, Caribbean, they're sticking to four and five nights. They okay. are going to be doing seven nights in the Med. In fact, they have a brand new ship that's out currently. Okay. 
So Sherry, how does the atmosphere on board Scarlet Lady compare to, would we classify them as kind of resort style contemporary or are they more, they, did they lean more towards the premium type of line? Probably resort style contemporary. So looking at the marketing, I felt that they were uh, targeting 30 something millennials with money. Right. And are they? Right. My biggest surprise was the age demographics was 45 to 65. Oh, really? Never expected that. Yeah. Never. I thought I might be the old person on the ship, and I definitely was not. <laughs> In fact, there were um, several 75 and 80-year-old couples, and they were loving it. Great. Great. But that's the beauty of a cruise ship. You yep. don't have to do the things that you don't think work for you. The crew on the ship is another huge plus. The crew on the ship is the happiest crew I think I've ever seen besides about two other cruise lines. Well, you know what they say, a happy crew makes for a happy ship. Yep, and they were a definite, definite happy ship. The entertainment was definitely same, same, but different. I okay. mean, it's a cruise ship. Uh, you know, I went to a show that was some singing and dancing. I, you know, I went to, you know, a couple, a couple of different, what I consider to be, you know, cruise line shows. And then there was the different. And I will tell you was, one of the one of the things I really enjoyed the most was the very first night was a pajama party. It was out on deck, and I wondered how the dress code was going to go. Right, and it went very much like I kind of figured. It there was nothing too edgy, although I had been told I had asked, and I had been told some people come in bunny suits and all sorts of things, but I didn't see any of that. Most everybody were in uh, flannel pants and a shirt or, you know, some sort of something close similar or in their, you know, bathrobe with right. whatever on and their, you know, fluffy, um, fluffy slippers. But I liked it. I liked it a lot because I think it set the tone for the rest of the cruise. It showed how uh, very decompressed things were going to be, how it wasn't going to be formal. And we got to see some of the dancers came out and did, you know, a dance. There was a diva on board. The music was mid-70s to early 90s. Everybody was singing along. It was definitely not what I had expected. So that 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 just go, that just goes to show that they 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 really are tar targeting the the 40 plus demographic but they aren't marketing to the 40 plus yeah. demographic and i actually talked to them about that but that's a whole other, that's a whole other subject so it, sherry did, did, did like you talked you spoke to them do they expect to attract that demographic and they've just gotten this older demographic to they think they're going to get all demographics but their mm -hmm. definite target is mid 30 mid 40 right range and that starts to show in some of the entertainment. So that's when I said some of the entertainment is same, same. And then I said, right. but different. I went to a show, quite frankly, that when you, and I knew it was going to be, in some people's opinion, edgy, but I knew what I was getting myself into. But you walked into the show and sitting at your, t first of all, you were told don't sit in the front if you don't want to participate. <laughs> So I, I knew what was going on. We sat down and there were there were masks and okay. there were condoms on the table. Really? <laughs> Holy <And> cow. <laughs> name of the show was Never Sleep Alone. Right. So in some people's opinion, that meant, you know, they were going to talk about sleeping around on the ship. 
Uh, not so. It was actually a singing slash comedy show about a sex therapist. Okay. And we were actually her subjects. So <laughs> that's why there was the mask. At one point in time, we had to put the mask on and talk to other people. Right. We did it with the mask on. So I don't, for those of you who are going to go, I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm not going to get into it. Right. You don't pull the condom out and use it. Just saying. See. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you were curious. But it was cute and it did set the tone for what was going to go on. So interestingly enough, you sit at tables for four and there were two of us and another couple sat down and I would say they were about 78 to 80 years old. And I didn't think anything of it. The person I was with was kind of like, Oh, I don't know about this. And then the next table next to us, the, the gentleman leaned over to the woman and said, you do know what this is about, don't you? And she said, mm -hmm. and he said, are you sure you're comfortable being in here? And she's like, mm -hmm. She said, my husband's hard of hearing, so he doesn't really care. <laughs> Seriously. And she goes, and I just want to be here. And she had a blast. Yeah. So, you know, you really can't uh, stereotype people. You, some people might have liked the show. And so I thought it was hysterical and I loved it. Yeah, well, it, you know, it really, at the end of the day, it's what, whatever floats your boat. And, you know, if you enjoy it, great. If you don't, well, then don't go. And that's the beauty of a cruise ship. Yeah. Nobody forces you to go anywhere. I chose to go, you know, you don't have to stay. Nobody's gluing your bottom end to the seat, but I thought it was great. It was a great show. There were a couple of shows like that. And then, like I said, there were a couple of shows that were just what I would consider normal cruise line shows. They're big things that they set themselves apart with are the pajama party, which like I said, I thought set the tone for the cruise. The other thing that set the tone for the cruise was the captain spoke to all of us the very first morning. Right. And introduced himself and then he said this will be the last time you will hear from me until disembarkation he said we don't believe in announcements we don't believe in you know calling you to things you can read you can ask people what's going on but we're not going to be uh bringing you on to bingo which by the way they have bingo so there are things that are what we consider normal ocean going type things but they also have mixology classes if you want to learn how to make cocktails right. and their biggest event is the scarlet party and the scarlet party starts inside with uh, magic shows and magic acts and things going on around the ship everybody's wearing red or most everybody's wearing red and it ends up in the pool party with a pool party ends with some people getting a little more than a little wet um <laughs> I watched a guy in a full suit jump in the pool. But again, that that pool party is not for everybody either. And I was actually one of those who had a little problem with the pool party. They had the music, and I had heard, read this online. One of the biggest complaints people had was the uh, level of the music. I didn't find the, the music to be too loud poolside. I didn't find it to be too loud anywhere but this party. And this party, they had it, in my opinion, at a deafening level, higher than a concert. It was overkill. They could have brought it down a decibel or two. It was pretty, pretty loud. Wow. They've only been in the, in the water, what, five okay. months? Yep, a few it's months. It's still, a, you know, it's probably still a bit of a learning curve for them as yep. well. They'll Being adapt. Tweaked. I agree. So who do you think Virgin would be best suited for? Uh, I actually really liked it. And I'm actually trying to put together a girlfriend group to go on it. So... That ought to tell you. I yeah. saw some bridesmaids groups on there. They looked like they were having an incredible time. Mm. I 
thought that was a great venue for them. The fitness center is something I do want to talk about. Okay. On most of the cruise lines, the fitness center is an afterthought. And I don't mean that it's neglected. It's just not the focus. So I shouldn't really say an afterthought. I should say it's a necessity, but it's not like it's not the focus. But they might have some yoga classes or they might have spin classes or, you know, they have certain things. The fitness center on board Virgin, first of all, is huge. Secondly, it uh, it is not one room area. It actually surrounds one of the pools. So it's glass that looks out on one of the pool areas. And so the spin bikes and the treadmills are all facing the pool area. I don't know if that's good or bad because I'm afraid if I were watching the pool area and it was sunny and I was on the treadmill, I'd be like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but, an, that's um, enough for today. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but also they had things from the fitness center that were outside on a deck that walked around. So there was a boxing area and there was a, uh, there was like a kickboxing area and there were some outdoor weights and there were some uh, outdoor things that you could do along the promenade that went alongside the fitness center. I've never seen that before. I found that to be totally unique, but they had really, really unique, unique, unique classes that I've never seen on ocean liners before either. And those filled the more, I mean, really filled the morning. There, there were a lot of really great selections and a lot of things. Well, it sounds like you had a good time. Had a great time. What did you like best about Virgin? I thought the food was amazing. I did something called the test kitchen. You have, you don't order at all. They bring you six different courses. And the final course was some sort of specialty filet mignon steak that was done some interesting way. I don't eat red meat. I informed them of that in the beginning and they did this vegetable tart for me instead. And it was to die for, but you can pair it with a cocktail test too. So the cocktails came in, you know, glasses about this big, six little cocktails about (laughs) (laughs) that came with every that were paired with every meal right and and that was a cost but i thought it made the whole experience even better because we had the bartenders coming from one side and we had the food people coming from the other side and we had all these really creative cocktails and foods going on and it, it was a lot of fun it was great the pizza on board the ship was some of the best i've ever had on board a ship Again, it was not in the in the galley. It was by itself, and it was an indoor-outdoor venue again. The other thing that, that everybody should know is, like a lot of the cruise lines, they have their own, not private island, but private beach. This is actually a privately run portion of Bimini Island in the Bahamas. This was also a, good, a really good surprise to me. I wasn't expecting a lot. There were two very, very, very large pools that were like little twins and big twins. And there were uh, two uh, pool bars at the end of each one of them. There were other, you know, bars around. The beach was drop dead gorgeous, just beautiful, beautiful white silky sand. The water was the most beautiful shade of blue and had zero seaweed. You could see to the bottom at all times that I couldn't wait to get in that water because I knew I was going to be able to see everything. And it was just absolutely gorgeous. It was warm. It was beautiful. Their idea of a barbecue was nothing like any barbecue I've ever been to in my life on a cruise. (laughs) 
and it was super again it was super delicious it was right. super, super good it was such a super relaxing day dj played songs we stayed at the pool that was a little bit further away from the dj so you could enjoy you know it at yeah. your level or in a background level they had a floaty party it was a beautiful of course it helped that it was a beautiful day and they did a beautiful job so obviously that's all included that's all included you know you mentioned at the top of the show that they're very all-inclusive i would expect that that doesn't extend to other shore excursions at other ports or do they do they include shore excursions no they do not include two things three yeah. things really shore excursions alcohol and spa so shore excursions and spa are generally not included yeah, anywhere for sure yeah. And like I said about the alcohol, I, I really think that that's just because they they lend in some cases to a party atmosphere and having unlimited alcohol would probably not be conducive to some some people wouldn't be able to handle that very well. However, I, yeah, well, you, you and I have both been on ships where that that oh, that, that that becomes an issue. It does become an issue. <laughs> I wish I had brought it with me to this interview. I kept it. But one of the other most endearing things about this cruise line and i give them major major kudos for is you do everything with an armband and i uh, have not enjoyed that on royal caribbean and i have not enjoyed that on princess because they are these plastic bands with this big thing and when you want to drink you have to take off your band and give it to the bartender so he can bring you a drink in the pool and then he brings you back your band and i i've never felt i've always felt that there's this disjoint and i just i've never enjoyed it in fact the one time i had it on royal caribbean i took it off and left it in the room after 24 hours i couldn't stand it this was different in fact i didn't even take mine off until i got home with that you do every single thing you open your door with it you go into entertainment venues with it you buy your um, your alcohol with it, your specialty coffees with it. In this case, the crew has what looks like an iPhone. Right. So they and just scan. They just scan it, a QR code or something that's on the on the band, and away you go. Yep. Tap band. your wrist, and and you're done. So, Scarlet Lady sailing in the Caribbean. You mentioned that they have a new ship that's coming online, which will be doing the Mediterranean. Valiant. Primarily right now for 22 and 23, we'll find Virgin Voyages just in the Caribbean and the Mediterranean? Correct. Do you have any advice, Sherry, for cruisers looking to book for Virgin? I would say now is a really great time to go. She holds 2,600 people and there were 880 on when I was on last week. I think it's the perfect time to go on board right now. But I'm, again, going to say what I tell my guests consistently. When you look at how a cruise line, how a ship sells, it is always the most expensive suites first and the least expensive staterooms first. So if you are thinking that you want to try rock star level, you have to book early. Those don't wait. go fast. I actually met a man who had, was already on his fourth trip in a rock star level. Fourth. He's obviously, he's obviously a fan. He's obviously a fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Sherry, that is absolutely great information. I'll, I'll leave your contact information in the description, but if for the benefit of, of our viewers and listeners, what's the best way to get hold of you? Um, email, and that is smarsh. It looks like smarsh at cruiseholidays.com. And my uh, office number is 919 
747-999-9996. You can always go to my website too, but it's a little more direct. Excellent. So if you step up to becoming a mega rock star, I'd love to hear all about that. So we'll, we'll have to get <laughs> you back for that. We'll see about the mega thing. You know, <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, and for those of you, my last thing that uh, I'll leave you with, for those of you who don't like mustard drills, right? this mustard drill is a must do. Oh, really? When you go into your stateroom, there is a little iPad and everything works through the iPad. You can open and close your curtains through the iPad. You can turn your TV on through the iPad, but the iPad is queued up for your mustard drill. When you push play, sit down and enjoy the five minute concert. They sing and dance through everything you need to know in your mustard drill. And it's adorable. And when you're all done with that, at 4.30, they signal that they'd like you to go to your mustard station. You walk on down to your mustard station and they take eh, 10 to 15 people at a time and they show you how to put on your life jacket and tell you bye-bye. So you basically, you walk down, they check you in with your little thing. Yep. They show you how to put your jacket on and they tell you goodbye. And they leave it open for about an hour and a half for you to wander down at your leisure. And it's a, a unique way of doing a mustard drill. Their big slogan or their big feeling is they want you to do what you want to do, be who you want to be, enjoy what you want to enjoy at your all as you want it. That's why they don't have announcements. They right. don't have organized muster drills. They leave it wide open for you to come and go as you please. And, and even down to what you're wearing, you know, jeans are acceptable in the dining room here. The gentlemen were in nice shorts and, and shirts in the dining room here. It's more of a, what makes you comfortable? What, what floats your boat pun intended. That's really what they're after. That's the dynamic. Perfect. Well, Sherry, that sounds great. So with that, I'm just going to wish you smooth sailing on all your upcoming travels and adventures. All the best to you. And I hope to see you on Alito Deck real soon. Thank you, Ken. Bye. And that about wraps things up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Sherry Marsh of Cruise Holidays Land and Sea. If you'd like to reach Sherry, I will leave her contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach us, simply send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com, visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this video, a like, subscribe, and a ring of the bell is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels.